0: Greetings and welcome to the Indigenous Roots Forever podcast. My name is Jonathan Nato. I'm your host. And if I didn't have my other host with me, there'd be no podcast. So, Rocky Johnson, thanks for coming on. It's a pleasure to have you on
1: thanks for having me john always a pleasure
0: likewise and so rocky today i guess we're going to be talking about uh raised gardens is that the the right terminology or ra- yeah. raised beds maybe people call them
1: yep yeah, raised beds yep yeah. so which which a raised bed is um like you, you know you you yeah raising the soil off the ground a little bit you know you're you're bringing in some borders you, we sometimes use natural pieces of wood or some drift driftwood or uh, slabs slabs from the lumber yard are good mm. pretty much anything um c- people can get creative with stones or whatever but it just uh it raises it raises, it gi- it gives you more control of your um your gardening because the uh you bring in you're bringing in your own compost um yeah, that's the, a, we, ra- ra- yeah, raise, raised and mix you know as well yeah we were she-
0: talking be- yeah we were talking before the the podcast and we were saying that you know if you're new to gardening and you don't know anything about your soil or you haven't been working with it or whatever like this is uh it, it's not cheating but this is an easier way to like you just said kind of control the situation more where you're you're raising the bed and you're, you're putting your own compost and soil into this raised bed. So like you said, you're, you're in more control. And now you have a better idea of what you're actually dealing with, right?
1: Yeah, you're giving yourself a good foundation to start with. So you already know at least you've got a good base. And then, and then the, once you get that going, uh, we like to just teach people to use the, the natural um, things that are available to us, the natural resources that are available to us such as like seaweed or leaves grass clippings uh and you just keep you know and and uh your compost your, you know the stuff from your from your kitchen your banana peels and apple peels and you know all th- this this stuff is re you just keep putting that stuff onto your garden and you're feeding the garden and, and in turn your garden feeds you you know so so soil. if, you're, if-
0: so if you're composting and putting this stuff kind of into the soil, you're, make, you're, you're kind of creating a, a healthy healthy soil in order for the food to grow.
1: Definitely. We, the, the plants are going to constantly be taking nutrients out of the, out of the soil. And so it's got to be replaced one way or another. And, you know, the, the best way to do it, you know, leaves are falling, people are raking their yards. So Those That's something that everybody kind of has access to. You know, throw leaves over top of it, and it acts as a good mulch. At the same time, it, it stops the the rain from driving, splashing up the, the the soil onto the plants and leaves, which that's where a lot of diseases come from. Is uh, all the bacteria and stuff that's in the soil is good for the roots of the plant, but it's not necessarily good for the uh for the the fruit and the leaves and stuff. So. Ooh. By putting the mulch down, it stops that direct splash. That it it is kind of a buffer for the um for for the rain and the sun. It it blocks the sun from drying out the soil quick, actually as, as a moisture barrier, and keeps the weeds down. And that and then actually at the same time, it then that stuff's breaking down and becoming food for the soil, becoming soil hmm. and healthy now- soil. It's, it's get healthy food makes a healthy person, you know, absolutely.
0: Now if someone wants to like, cause you have to kind of construct, you know, something to kind of build this raised bed. Like you don't have to get too crazy. Like you don't have to be some like master carpenter kind of person to like get, to get something going. Right. Could you maybe explain like what could even the most simplest raised bed kind of look like for the audience just so they could be like, you, you know, Oh, I could do that. Cause some people might be like, Oh, I can't, you know, I can't like cut wood and nail all these things together and build this thing or whatever. Like, So people might be like nervous about that out of the gate, you know?
1: Yeah, people worried about their carpentry skills or whatever. Exactly. Oh, you know, It's as simple as is it, what you're really doing is you're just con- containing the, the soil that you're putting putting down, the uh, godding mix that you're going to be putting down you're you're just putting barriers on the outsides of it to stop it from uh just eroding away on the sides so pretty mm. much anything you can just put rocks there you could put um like i said a, a tree like a tree branch might have fell down in the yard you know what i mean it's just kind of stopping the soil from from, Interesting. from uh so it can be um, anything you can get as creative or you know I'll keep it as simple as possible you know you don't even you don't necessarily have to have it but if you want to keep yeah if you're putting that much work into it I'd say you would want to keep your soil uh you know can keep your nutrients contained for the for uh, yeah towards the roots of the plants you know
0: so you don't you don't need to put anything kind of like on say So let's say you have like a, you know, a, a, a formation for a raised bed. Let's just say for argument, you use like four pieces of wood and made like a rectangular you know, thing to keep your garden in. Do you need to put anything kind of on the bottom of, of that to keep the, your, your sort of create your soil that you're making? Do you have to keep it separated from the, the ground or does that well, not
1: matter? Yeah, well, a new thing I've, I've been doing is, is putting down uh, uh, cardboard cardboard on okay the yeah okay and that just kind of suppresses any weeds like you could so you could start right on say you had a lawn in your backyard you have a lawn you have grass right there there right now and you just pick out your your size and the, the dimensions okay. of your garden go down some uh cardboard and wet it you wet it and then start adding your compost and your your uh garden mix to it so it um that that kind of smothers the grass, and it and it starts to create the uh, cardboard will break down. The worms come and they start eating it and breaking it down, and then that's really what's really getting it kicking everything off is uh, you get you're, you're introducing the worms come and they start eating hmm. all, all the different uh, things that you're you're adding to the soil or initially the cardboard, you know, and then th- their feces is what. They called uh, uh, black gold. You know, if any any farmer would understand that, you know, it's the it's the dark soil that everybody wants to to uh, maintain their plants. And uh, so, yeah, it's as simple as that. You don't have you can you can turn the soil, and I turn the soil. I do it in different situations need different techniques, you know. And sometimes I'll come in and I'll I'll rotate the top layer, and I will just start laying everything. You know, laying uh, fresh soil on it. You know, and uh, and just keep. You're just going to keep building on that. You know, every year.
0: That's. It's really interesting that you said that. Um, you you know you could use even like rocks if you had like rocks to to make like, a you know like a, a section because. I was always under the impression you had to, you know, not not have this fancy thing, but you kind of had to have like. A little bit more of a setup than that so it's re- really the barrier to entry is very low it's lower than i thought it was to, to really start like kind of a, a raised
1: garden nope and, that, and that's what we want to get out there to people is just showing them how easy it is and we try to make it uh easy to maintain so people are not, are not overwhelmed and that's where all the mulching comes in if you're putting this mulch down like i said it keeps the moisture you don't have to you don't have to water as much you know what I mean, you, you hmm. and everybody. Everybody's question about garden. Everybody wants to know how much do you water. There's no uh, exact answer for that, right? but you you want to keep them. Uh, try to keep the ground moist, and the yeah. best way is is by mulching. You know, and it, it lets the uh, like I said, it traps the moisture down in, and it slows the the rain when you get torrential rains. It slows it. It helps uh, absorb it and slows the process and you know, it's kind of like time released moisture you know
0: would, and, uh, would it be beneficial for people if they started some plants like in a pot maybe in their house and they transplant them into the raised bed or is that or is that kind of i don't want to say too much work but is that too much for someone new to this to do should they just no. start growing like in the raised bed
1: no you can you can do, do either you can start growing uh, if, if you start now you would want to start growing in, in the house um uh probably well probably another week i think next week i'm going to start putting some stuff in the ground i've already been growing uh, seeds in, in the house and uh, okay. and you can grow you can grow them in anything uh, egg cotton uh, i mean you don't, You can get creative with huh. that too that's interesting Cutting recycled bottles oh, the the bottoms off them put holes in them so they can drain and uh and and start growing seeds right in your in your house, so that's easier. So you know you you know exactly how to space your garden because you already have the plant. And oh, when that's throwing, true. When you're throwing a seed out there, you know it's hit or miss. You know, depending where you're getting your seeds, how you stored your seeds, and all that. Um, you know, but if you want to make sure that everything's growing, uh, uh, pretty much the same same the pace that you're looking for, uh, you start them inside and plant them and space them as you need uh i always i always grow extra stuff too because if something doesn't make it and i have so many people that have gardens that that somebody can always use an extra plant you know
0: absolutely (laughs) like so so if you started growing in your house with like you know various pots or whatever when when's the time to kind of transplant from the pot to the garden like is there you know so many weeks like once you finally see it kind of like, when, when's kind of the good time yeah. to move it? Because I, I imagine there's a bad time to move a plant also.
1: Well, well it's just that what you're mostly wait, waiting for is the frost. You don't want to get caught. Put, put your plants out there and then get hit with a frost. And here in New England, you know that can happen anytime. any time. So it's, 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 it, it's it bad. It could even happen
0: next week for all we know.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So try to wait as long as you can. But some of my seeds are getting, they're getting, they're getting so my uh, uh, seedlings are getting so big that I'm, you know, they're gonna start getting root bound or something. So I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna end up putting some out next week anyway. If they, you know, if it, if a cold snap hits, they might not make it. We'll grow more. But uh, it, it's what you're really looking for is trying to plant after the frost and we're just waiting for the ground to, to warm up you know so, so there's no there's no exact date you know what i mean it's, okay it's okay on how to weather
0: so with we, we, back kind of back to the raised bed then like it so if they can use almost anything for kind of like the framework of it what i know you kind of talked about compost and stuff but what are like how should they get started should they go to the store and buy like a certain kind of soil meat like how how should they get started with, with with that? Like, say, once they got the frame or the foundation down, like, what exactly should they use next to kind of put
1: into it the, to really start it? So, uh, where I go to Earthcare, Earthcare in Charlestown is my my go to supplier. I mean, they they make a good compost over there. Unless I'm not, you know making it myself, which you know, right now we're, we're doing ten or more gardens, so I'm not producing enough for that. <laughs> uh, wow. Hopefully one day we'll get there, but in the meantime, I've been using EarthCare's products, and they use all natural stuff. And that's what that's what Indigenous farming is about. Is, is Indigenous roots is all about is just growing natural, just growing yeah. natural. Indigenous yeah. people grow naturally on our lands, you know.
0: Right. There's no need to use like pesticides and stuff like that. You're 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 saying. That, there's natural ways to go about taking care of all this stuff.
1: Definitely, flowers using flowers and herbs that they, they attract and detract. The 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 um they attract the bugs and bugs that you want, and they detract the the ones that, the pests that you don't want. You know, you put marigolds and stuff all around the garden that help. You know, and it creates a beautiful garden and brings the bees and everything else that you want.
0: You know, you what's know, funny that I learned yesterday, uh, not yesterday, but like last week, and you, you're, you probably already know this, but I was speaking with a friend of mine, and I don't know how we got on this topic, but we basically got on the topic of all plants give off an audio frequency. All, all plants are putting out some type of audio frequency. And so by that, they can, like what you just said, they can attract and detract certain insects or, or keep, you know, predators away. And I, I, I found that to be extremely fascinating. I don't know why I, I never thought of, you know, mm-hmm. plant life putting out an audible signal, but it, it's, it's true. Like, even though we can't hear it, there,
1: there is yeah. that stuff going on. I'm glad you're tapping into that because the earth is alive, you know, and everything, Amen. on, you know, and, uh, that is the traditional way is, is believing everything is here for a reason and has a purpose and to protect all things. you know? yeah, absolutely. It was
0: a really fascinating conversation we had though. Like, like, you know, like it kind of ties into what you're just saying, like, you know, and that might be partly a part of what they're doing, honestly, Like it's, it's, you know, those certain plants are putting out that frequency that keep those bugs away or whatever. It's, it's just
1: fascinating. It's yeah. Just so and, interesting. And, and the, the, what's it? Traditionally, the uh, three sisters has been doing that for ever. <laughs> <laughs> They've been doing that. That's the companion planting we're talking about. You know, yeah. just putting everything out there and letting them all work together. The more variety. You know, I think the humans could, could learn a thing or two from, from the garden. <laughs> you know? I hear that. I hear the, that. Difference, the differences. is... Uh, we all need each other you know
0: absolutely um is there is there anything else about like raised beds or maybe anything else we might not or is there any like pitfalls is there anything like someone should look out for like when it comes to raised gardening uh,
1: no no there's never There hasn't been a downside for for me I, it's always it's it's a plus i mean because you can always garden right on the ground raised bed just gives you the advantage of uh of getting right up kind of, right away, yeah, like you know? being,
0: being a little more in control of it,
1: yeah, being in control of it and, and, and getting a start right away. I mean, if you're starting in the ground, you, you're going to take a, a season or two to, to condition your soil.
0: Actually, it's, I was, I was just going to, I was just going to ask that. Can you, can you maybe tell the listeners of why? Cause they might not understand it. I, I don't fully, why they might have a hard time if they've never gardened before. And they're just like, Hey, So I've got dirt in my backyard. I can I can grow stuff, but then they plant stuff and it just goes terribly. Like what what are some of the reasons why it might not go well then? Like if you're like for the first time ever kind of planting stuff in your in your yard where the soil isn't maybe in good shape. Like, what are some of the reasons of of the why things don't grow and what can you do to, to overcome those things?
1: Is um just Planting, uh, <laughs> I'd say just starting with a uh, fresh. Fr- um... <laughs> Hit me with the question again. I'm sorry, I just. Yeah, I yeah,
0: did. no problem. I, uh, I was, I was just saying, like, if, if so, say if someone's got their backyard and they, and if they're not doing a raised bed, but they're just like, you know what, I've never grown anything, but I've got dirt in my backyard. I'm just gonna try planting stuff. Be, because it's kind of the first time they, they're growing in that soil it might give them problems can yeah, you explain definitely. like can you explain what those like why it might give them problems and how to fix those problems
1: yeah so main, the first problem is usually going to be like compacted soil you know mm. you you, you, know, you need air water nutrients in the, in the uh, soils and if nobody's if uh if things have been the sun and the environment has just been taking things out of the soil and not replacing it. And people are just walking on it or what, whatever's happening. Mm, but mm. Just, just the environment's going to com- compact it. The rain, the snow, the seasons will compact the, the, the soil. So that's that's the biggest thing is people okay. think you're, okay. you're going to need to um, give it time to either build up the aeration that's necessary or do it. And that's why... I, I'll say I i I tilt to speed up the process a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, to till it helps yeah. loosen the soil, it starts aerating the soil. And then, you know, and then you just keep feeding it. And you gotta get the right nutrients in it. But if it's not if it's not even breathing it's not eating. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um Wow, I think, dude, that's interesting. Yeah. So that's if it's that's not probably.
0: breathing, it's not eating. That's a good way of putting that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just natural yeah <laughs> i mean hmm. but um yeah so so you're saying it could take a like if you wanted to kind of naturally use your your land or dirt that you have in your backyard it it could take a year or two then are you saying to kind of really yeah yeah it- so
1: i am saying like then you want to throw leaves on it you know, like oh you want you want to add the nutrients that you that stop building the the nutrients that it needs like I always start with seaweed. I start with, you know, I throw fish products. I bury fish fish heads. My, my son fishes all the time, so I get the skeletons and I... There you, you go. Know, okay, okay. Fertilizers, and I bury bury this stuff. And my shellfish, uh, I bury the stuff in the... Uh, after the garden season, you know, I'll stop putting all that stuff in there. And over the winter, especially because I'm going to mulch everything over, so that the worms and everybody still... Uh, are still doing all their activity as long as you know it's warm enough under there. So that's the other thing about building up the uh, the gardens after gardening season. That's there's always still uh, things that can be done. You know, mm, like, like mm. your people are raking their leaves and stuff. So throw throw all that stuff on the garden. You know, let it start breaking down at the end of this season and in the beginning of the the following season you know it's all going to be it's mother nature's doing its thing you know and mm. uh, but but you have to put the things there for it to happen you know exactly yeah you know, you can't just keep taking away like if you're, you're cutting your grass and or you're just walking on the grass people should get rid of their grass and grow food yeah you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> you know, you know, it just doesn't make sense to waste wasting all that space. And uh when when you could be we could be feeding the world, we're worrying about food and food prices and you right. know and, and we got and people are
0: off. worried about having their, their eighth inch length grass so their bone yeah. looks perfect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't drive on my grass, my grass. Right.
0: You know? Right. <laughs>
1: Taking all no. this time water or lawn that don't feed you you know like for real you know use that you use that space and energy to 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 create security to feed yourself
0: you know man i honestly that's that's a good place in there right there rocky you're right um and since we now learn that raised gardens are quite obtainable uh there's almost no reason for everyone not to be growing something at some level.
1: Yeah, In any little space, you, you can grow something. You can grow Absolutely. something. Absolutely. I,
0: I think I, I don't know. I didn't read a book, but I think it was an article that I read. And uh, I'll just interject this into a thing. I think there was this one gentleman who had one acre of land and he was growing a million pounds of food with one acre.
1: It's incredible what you can do. You get creative. Yeah. I've been get, I've been collecting all this bamboo, so I'm going to start doing a lot of tre- trellis, you know, growing up, you know. That's cool. That's cool. You know, everybody how to – and you can use pretty much anything there too. You don't know? have to go out and spend a bunch of money. Just use – less be open. resourceful. Be, be resourceful, exactly. Be yeah. creative, you know. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, Rocky – Thank you so much for your time. Thank you uh, for your insight on in all this. Is uh, is there anything any any words for the audience for the this episode? Any
1: final words? Uh, keep keep indu- keep supporting indigenous roots forever. <laughs> there you go. That's right. all right All right.
0: All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. There'll be uh, links in the show notes to uh, everything that we talked about, and uh, we will talk to you next episode. See ya.